this is a thing. This is a thing to share your notes, y'all. Sharing, share, what they say? Sharing is caring. More on this in this episode of Stationed with Stories. Station with Stories. That's it. All right, you are listening to Stationed with Stories. I am your host, Kalisha Hollis-Jesse. And before we get into this episode, let me just let you all know that these are all my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, and they do not represent or reflect the positions, opinions, or views of the U.S. Armed Forces in any way. All right, y'all, getting into the episode, welcome Season two, episode two, we are making our way along here very nicely. Let me just say welcome to all those who are here for the first time. We are uh, really excited to have you. And for those who have been with me, mm -hmm, you know you're welcome. You know you are always welcomed. So let's jump into the book that I read recently. Actually, this book I also read during our little hiatus, during our little break. And oh man, I enjoyed this book so much. It was part of one of the book clubs I was in, in Yokosuka, in the base, right? There are a number of book clubs, but this is one of the book clubs I was in. And they had that book for the end of last year. And I read it and I really enjoyed it. The book is The Night Tiger. It is by Yang Shi Chu. And it was published in 2019. Okay, so my three words for the book, riveting, mysterious, primal. Okay, so if you know how this works, I like to focus the conversation on three particular words that I think sum up the book experience for me. So for this book, The Night Tiger, I thought it was riveting from the very beginning. And I will let you know that I did listen to this book. So once again, if you are tallying, this is a two for two. I listened to this book and it was it was great because the reader or readers, I think it was one person, may have been more than one person, but they're really great, okay? So that always makes the experience better when I'm listening to a book to have a good narrator, but I enjoyed it, okay? And I will stop a book <laughs> that is an audio book and read a print or digital copy if the narration is not good. So it was riveting. The The reader really brought it to life. But the story from the very beginning, you are in some drama, okay? You are in, and, and not drama like he said, she said, we are arguing drama, but you are in like a battle for life drama in the very beginning, and the characters were fascinating from the very beginning. I understood that I was in a different place. It took me to a different place. It took me to a different people group or a mix of peoples. And I understood that I was looking at multiple cultures coming together in Malaysia. I understood that I was dealing with backgrounds that had different religious beliefs about what happens after one dies. That was fascinating. So I just felt like I was on a riveting life or death or post-death what happens journey from the very beginning. It was riveting. And just the dynamic elements of language and culture and region were so, and religion were so fascinating. So 
I really dug into it really quickly. I did not know that my main character was going to be a, a youth character. So that was fascinating, but there's like youth and adults intermingling in the story. And, and it is fascinating. I thought it was a riveting read from the very beginning. Okay, so there's that. Mysterious. This book, wow. So one of the things that I like when I'm picking up any book is for it to teach me something, for me to learn something that I did not know before. And I am particularly someone who's interested in books that speak a lot to culture and to language and to cross-cultural exchanges and to education and to religious populations coming together and sharing. I love, I love when people groups come together. Like that is my thing. It is, I think it has a lot to do with my own background and living in a lot of diverse spaces and learning different languages and, and really engaging with people from all over the world. I love it. And so this book did that for me. And at the same time, there's a lot of mystery. Okay. So I'm learning about this Chinese population in Malaysia and English population also in Malaysia. And I'm learning about different religious backgrounds and practices. I understand that we are on an odyssey to recover this missing digit, this missing finger for this person who has passed away so that their their soul can rest in peace, right? So I understand that, but there's a lot of mystery in the book. It's like, where is this missing digit? Who has it? Was it stolen? Who were all the main players? There's so many layers to this story. So there's like the front story and then there's all the the backstories and and it's mysterious. And so there are a lot of ways that the author, I think, hints at clues on where the story is going to go. But I mean, really up until the very ending, I didn't know how it was all going to wrap up and who was going to be doing what, who was good and who was bad. Like there were so many elements to it and it was mysterious. It really was mysterious. It was, it was riveting. Like I said, it was also mysterious in a good way. Word number three, primal. So I thought this book was, was fascinating because there was I mean, at the center of it, you have the main issue at hand, but there are a lot of themes in this book that speaks to primal fears, right? Like a, a, a primal human fear, I think is like how to evade death, how to evade a bad death. And in this case, how to evade a bad life after death, like that. It's a primal thing, like in humans, we're trying to live, right? We're trying to live well. And so there's that. And then also in terms of family groups and how to maintain good family groupings, I'll say it like that. Very important, right? That you fulfill whatever it is that you are supposed to fulfill in with in whatever group you're in. And so there's this primal fear is that if I don't do this the right way, then I might not be accepted in my community or I might 
be doing something that is not acceptable in my community and I need to hide it so that I am not an outcast, right? A primal fear of being kicked out from one's community, one's people group, one's society. And uh, and there are other ones, but I just thought that they're on some level or many levels, actually, this book speaks to primal fears and primal desires. And I really thought that was that was fascinating. And it is laid out in a way that I have not seen out of the books that I've reviewed for this podcast. It, it really it really is set out in a different way. And the book, you know, it really reminded me of Midnight's Children, not to <laughs> not to just kind of throw it together because of the similarity of title, you know, with night in the name, but Midnight's Children by Salman Rushdie, it it does play with a lot of primal fears. It's, it's very different, different culture, different historical point, different desires, wants, needs out of the characters also way longer <laughs> and a lot more development and and much more peculiar. I think that story is, but yeah, it, the, the Night Tiger really reminded me of how I how I went through different emotional states and and contemplative states reading that book. So there it is, The Night Tiger by Yang Shi Chu came out in 2019. I thought it was riveting, mysterious, and primal. And, you know, check it out if you so choose. All right, y'all, moving on to the topic of the day. Listen, let me just start with this. Do you remember back in school, in grade school, high school, if you did post-secondary education, a college, right? And you missed a day or you missed a class. Maybe you were sick or you were out of town, whatever. And you needed the notes, right? You needed notes from English class, for example. And you went to your friend or someone in your class and you said, hey, 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 can you um, can you give me the notes from last Friday? I wasn't in class, right? And, and you got the notes. Why did you get the notes? Because you needed notes so that you could pass the test. Mm-hmm. You needed those notes. We need notes. And y'all, it, it it's um it's an interesting time period, right? When you are in a move. And y'all, if you were with me last episode, you know that I am in this whole moving period, the PCS permanent change of station move, and um trying to get my life together. I was in Japan a little longer than I thought I was, even though I was only there for like less than a year <laughs> at the end of the day because of the home port shift. So anyway, I was just waiting for my official ticket and my word that I was going to indeed be leaving Japan and, you know, having my whole life moved across back to the U.S., okay? Across the water, across the Pacific, back to the U.S. And so that was its own thing, y'all. And it is still ongoing, right? Just that process of moving, of settling in, But it got me to thinking, right? So I was talking about how, you know, you get these jitters before, right? You get these jitters, like at least I will speak for myself, these like jitters that have physical ramifications, mm -hmm, just physical ramifications on my body, the jitters. But even before that, even before you get to the point where you really feel like the, the move is real, there's that research period, right? And I've talked on the podcast before about how, 
I did a lot of research. I love the orientations and I'm big into getting information, you know, crowdsourcing information. And a lot of that I did online. There were so many Facebook groups in Yokosuka, Japan. Oh my, oh my. If you are stationed there or if you anticipate moving there, y'all get on those Facebook groups because they are serious. So many groups sharing so much information, but you know, to the point, there are also other ways to get that information. And it's about getting those notes, y'all. Can I get your notes? And so one of the things that I found that in this last move, okay, this last move to Washington State, I this time knew someone, knew someone that I had gotten cool with. Hey, shout out to Martina. And and I said, hey, okay, you are going to be in the Washington area first. Girl, where are we going to live? Where are you living? And I'm out here. I'm, I'm looking up stuff and I'm talking to other people. And I got some recommendations. I've met some people who lived out in my duty station area before. And they were sharing some of the things that they enjoyed about it. And then one uh, person shared where she lived and I enjoyed just like being able to look in that area and learn from her. But yeah, you know, she she helped me with that. But I was just like, okay, yeah, this is a thing. This is a thing to share your notes, y'all. Sharing, share, what they say? Sharing is caring. It's one thing to get it from online forums and your sponsor. But if you can trade notes, let me tell you, It takes it to a new level. And it got me to thinking, listen, it has never been easier to share your notes. Mm -hmm. All the little research you're doing. If you know someone and they need the information or if you need some information and you just need it from a, a person who is going through the same thing and is about to do the same thing you're doing, get them notes. Gather your notes and share them notes. Don't be stingy. You remember back in the day when you always had that classmate who they didn't want to share the notes? Why? Why we? I'm not cheating with your notes, especially if I am responsible and you were responsible. And if I just missed a little bit or I'm not just well versed in this area, let's just trade notes. It's a win-win situation. And y'all, listen, never been easier. Google Maps, Google Maps has revolutionized the way that we can share these notes as military spouses, especially for like favorite places. I'll never forget. And this had nothing to do with the military, but one of my, uh, one of my old housemates from college, she came through Annie. Hey girl. And um, yeah, because listen, she came through Japan while I was still there and she shared her notes about all the places she was going. I was like, you know what? I should start doing this. Not only should I start pinging, and I had already started, so not only should I continue to place little pins on the places that I like so that I can easily get back to those places, but I should share with a friend. Yes, sharing these notes, especially when we are moving our lives and we don't want to start from scratch on the best coffee shops or the best grocery stores or different apartment complexes that are near to base or near to wherever the person is working. Y'all, sharing these notes, Google Sheets, that's something my husband and I do before a move. We get down on, we get on Google Sheets and we write out all we need to do. And you can just check and share it. And if I think of something new, I will add it. And if he thinks of something new, he will add it. And the sharing notes, yes. WhatsApp, yes, I appreciate it. My girl sending me 
videos of the apartments that she already toured in Washington State near our duty station because I wasn't there yet. And I needed those notes, y'all. Sometimes you just need notes. And I am now a big proponent of it. If you cannot get it from Facebook or all the other official sources. And of course, there are really good official sources out there to share information on PCS moves, right? So lots of good stuff out there. I've gone to the different webinars. I have read through the different pamphlets and that stuff is helpful. But sometimes you just need someone to share their notes, someone who has done it and can just go ahead and pass it along and not be stingy so you can get this information, you know, one-on-one from somebody who knows what they're talking about, okay? And get it from someone who you already have a relationship with because that is helpful when you want to go back and ask more questions. So there it is. I am going to leave that as that, but but listen, share your notes. That that that's the that is the word. Share these notes. Don't be stingy. Share the notes. Do your research and share it with somebody else, okay? Because it is helpful and very much necessary in this meal spouse life. Okay, y'all, moving on to the last portion of the podcast. I am sharing a a work that I actually submitted for publication and it did not get picked up. And sometimes it's like that. As a writer, you have to be ready for many rejections. And I've definitely had my fair share of rejections, but you keep pushing on. And I thought, you know what? I wanna share this piece with you all. And it is called The Rituals of Rain. Back in the day when I only needed a training bra and no one knew what a gift was, I would scoop up glittery pinks and bold fuchsias and carry them outside in hands that hadn't ever touched a wine glass or wrote out a check. My sister and I would take a seat on a slab of concrete with a bottle of acetone and a few squares of two-ply store brand toilet tissue and hunch over lids that had never ran after lovers or trotted us to college lectures. And we'd paint our toenails as the pitter-patter or the whoosh-whoosh or the sss of rain came down from the sky. We'd paint our fingernails, one hand and then the other, And sometimes we'd paint each others with patience and clumsy kid precision until those nail beds were covered. Way before we'd learned to cover our failures with lengthening work hours and hide our shames with blankets of denial or drown our insecurities in ice cream cartons or cardio binges. A car would drive by, wheels slicing through the rain's little puddles, and we'd inspect our work with eyes that had never seen a friend's betrayal or stared at an unexpected bill, never glanced over a police report, and we'd smile. Happy we'd loved ourselves and each other that day, unaware of the memories not yet painted onto our life's canvas. All right, y'all, that is it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Check out the website, stationwithstories.com. There you will find the podcast. If you are listening to it on another app, fantastic. 
Definitely continue to listen there. But if you want to check out the website, the podcast is there as well. You can also find all the flash fiction and the short essays and the poetry. All of that is there. And of course, y'all check me out on Instagram, station underscore story. And, um, you know, if you are new to the podcast and you have not had a chance to rate the podcast, rate the podcast. Give it all the stars, all the stars, all five of those stars, y'all. Give it all the stars and definitely leave a review. I look forward to this podcast to talk with y'all, to also see what you are thinking about the podcast. Reach out. I am always happy to learn more about what my listeners are interested in reading and or hearing reviews about or topics. You can definitely leave me a message on the website. So do that. And of course, it's Station with Stories. I will be back next Monday. I'm Kalisha Hollis-Jesse. Bye, peeps.